Good day, and welcome to the Love Grows podcast, a ministry of St. James Paris. I'm Father Jason, the rector of St. James, and as always, it's a privilege and a delight to be praying with you wherever you may be. Today is Tuesday, July the 23rd. Our service of morning prayer begins on page 47 of the Book of Alternative Services, or you can follow along uh, in the podcast notes below. Let us pray. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The Lord is our refuge and strength. O come, let us worship. Together the Venite. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his for he made it and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee and kneel before the Lord our Maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to his voice. The Lord is our refuge and strength. Oh, come, let us worship. The first reading is from the first book of Samuel. Now Eli's sons were despicable men who didn't know the Lord. This is how the priest was supposed to act with the people. Whenever anyone made a sacrifice while the meat was boiling, the priest's assistant would come with a three-pronged fork in hand. He would thrust it into the cauldron or pot. Whatever the fork brought up, the priest would take for himself. This is how it was done for the Israelites who came to Shiloh. But with Eli's sons, even before the fat was burned, the priest's assistant would come and say to the person offering the sacrifice, Give the priest some of the meat to roast. He won't accept boiled meat from you. If anyone said, let the fat be burned off first as usual, then take whatever you like for yourself, the assistant would reply, no, hand it over now. If not, I'll take it by force. The sin of these priestly assistants was very serious in the Lord's sight because they were disrespecting the Lord's own offering. Now Samuel was serving the Lord. He was a young boy clothed in a linen linen priestly vest. His mother would take a small robe for him and would take it to him every year when she went up with her husband to offer the annual sacrifice. Eli would bless Elkanah and his wife Hannah. May the Lord replace the child of this woman that you gave back to the Lord. Then they would return home. The Lord paid attention to Hannah and she conceived and gave birth to three sons and two daughters. Meanwhile, the boy Samuel grew up in the Lord's service. Eli was very old, but he heard everything his sons were doing with the Israelites and how they had sex with the women who served at the meeting tent's entrance. Eli said to his sons, Why are you doing these terrible things that I'm hearing about from everybody? No, my sons, don't do this. The report I hear spreading among God's people isn't good. If someone else sins against someone else, God can intercede. But if someone sins against the Lord, who will intercede then? But they wouldn't obey their father because the Lord wanted to kill them. Meanwhile, the boy Samuel kept growing up and was more and more liked by both the Lord and the people. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The appointed psalms for this morning are Psalms 110 and 111. We will read them responsively by whole verse. 
You can find them on page 859 in the BAS. Psalms 110, 111, read responsively by whole verse. The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies my footstool. The Lord will send the scepter of your power out of Zion, saying, rule over your enemies round about you. Princely state has been yours from the day of your birth. In the beauty of holiness have I begotten you, like dew from the womb of the morning. The Lord has sworn and he will not recant. You are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. The Lord who is at your right hand will smite kings in the day of his wrath. He will rule over the nations. He will heap high the corpses. He will smash heads over the wide earth. He will drink from the brook beside the road. Therefore, he will lift high his head. Hallelujah, I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright, in the congregation. Great are the deeds of the Lord. They are studied by all who delight in them. His work is full of majesty and splendor, and his righteousness endures forever. He makes his marvelous works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He gives food to those who fear him. He is ever mindful of his covenant. He has shown his people the power of his works in giving them the lands of the nations. The works of his hands are faithfulness and justice. All his commandments are sure. They stand fast forever and ever, because they are done in truth and equity. He sent redemption to his people. He commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Those who act accordingly have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The second reading is from the book of Romans. Brothers and sisters, I'm talking to you as people who know the law. Don't you know that the law has power over someone as only as long as he or she lives? A married woman is united with her husband under the law while he is alive. But if her husband dies, she is released from the law concerning her husband. So then, if she lives with another man while her husband is alive, she is committing adultery. But if her husband dies, she's free from the law, so she won't be committing adultery if she marries someone else. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, you also died with respect to the law through the body of Christ, so that you could be united with someone else. You are united with the one who raised with the one who was raised from the dead so that you can bear fruit for God. When we were self-centered, the sinful passions aroused through the law were at work in all parts of our body so that we bore fruit for death. Now we have been released from the law. We have died with respect to the thing that controlled us so we can be slaves in the new life under the spirit, not in the old life written under the law. So what are we going to say? That the law is sin? Absolutely not. But I wouldn't have known sin except through the law. I wouldn't have known the desire for what others have if the law had not said, don't desire what others have. But sin seized the opportunity and used this commandment to produce all kinds of desires in me. Sin is dead without the law. I used to be alive without the law, but when the commandment came, sin sprang to life. So I died. So the commandment that was intended to give life brought death. Sin seized the opportunity through the commandment, deceived me and kill me. So the law itself is holy, and the commandment is holy, righteous, and good. 
So did anything good bring death to me? Absolutely not. But sin caused my death through something good so that sin would be exposed as sin. That way sin would become even more thoroughly sinful through the commandment. We know that the law is spiritual, but I'm made of flesh and blood, and I'm sold as a slave to sin. I don't know what I'm doing because I don't do what I want to do. Instead, I do the thing I hate. But, I'm doing the thing that I, but if I'm doing the thing that I don't want to do, I'm agreeing that the law is right. But now, I'm not the one doing it anymore. Instead, it's sin that lives in me. I know that good doesn't live in me, that is, in my body. The desire to do good is inside me, but I can't do it. I don't do the good that I want to do, but I do the evil that I don't want to do. But if I do the very thing I don't want to do, then I'm not the one doing it anymore. Instead, it is sin that lives in me that is doing it. So, I find that, as a rule, when I want to do what is good, evil is right there with me. I gladly agree with the law on the inside, but I see a different law at work in my body. It wages a war against the law of my mind and takes me prisoner with the law of sin that is in my body. I'm a miserable human being. Who will deliver me from this dead corpse? Thanks, thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then I'm a slave to God's law in my mind, but I'm a slave to sin's law in my body. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Together let us confess the faith of our baptism in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again, he ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us offer our prayers to the source of all love and all life, saying, Lord, Hear our prayer. Merciful Lord, we, call, we pray for all who call themselves Christian, that we may become a royal priesthood, a holy nation, to the praise of Christ Jesus our Savior. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for Linda, our bishop, and for all bishops and other ministers, that they may remain faithful to their calling and rightly proclaim the word of truth. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for Elizabeth, our queen, for the leaders of the nations, and for all in authority, that your people may lead quiet and peaceable lives. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for this town of Paris and Brant County and for those who live here, the poor and the rich, the elderly and the young, men and women, that you will show your goodwill to all. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for the victims of our society and those who minister to them, that you will be their help and defense. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for those preparing for baptism and for those recently baptized, that they may be strengthened in the faith. Lord, hear our prayer. We give thanks for all the saints who have found favor in your sight from earliest times, prophets, apostles, martyrs, and those whose names are known to you alone. And we pray that we too may be counted among your faithful witnesses. Lord, Hear our prayer. 
Almighty God, your Son has opened for us a new and living way into your presence. Give us pure hearts and constant wills to worship you in spirit and in truth. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.